0: Welcome to Shooting the Shit, the podcast bringing bathroom banter from our home to yours. Sit back and relax on your porcelain throne.
1: we go. Okay. So today with me, I have Regina Vatterhot and Hugh Nguyen, um, who are the co-founders, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, of EliGrid, which is a wonderful um, medical product, actually, a mower of a medical accessory, which I've gotten to use recently, um, which helps keep track of your pills um, and also through your phone, and then also provide information to caretakers um, or other loved ones in your family about your compliance with those medications, which is really awesome. Um, so I had them here with me today, uh, coming to me from Houston, and I just wanted to talk with them about how they came to create such a really cool, um, really user-friendly, I, I've loved it, um, and really necessary product, I think, in the field of healthcare and medicine and everything. So, yeah. Um, hello, Regina, and hello, Hugh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, the first question I guess I have is, why the name EllieGrid? What did that come from?
2: We wanted to name it something with a human name, um, other than, like, medically-sounding names. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And our logo is also um, an elephant. And they're known for their memories. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, it kind of came around the time of uh, like digital assistants like Siri and Alexa. Yeah. And Jarvis. And,
2: yeah, Jarvis. <laughs>
0: yeah, just kind of calling on with your friend Ellie to kind of help you
1: keep
0: yeah. your and keep you healthy.
1: Wonderful. And then what sparked Ellie Grid uh, for each of you? The whole idea and the concept, like where did it all start? I know it started a few years ago, so.
2: Yeah. Um, I think mine started when I was working at a um, medication um, technology company. Um, so my start started there, I guess. Um, but um, I just wanted, like, something that was going to help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, I guess for me, the uh, the concept kind of resonated with me. I, I joined the team a little bit later after Regina okay. and the co-founder started it. Um, but for me, my parents, they take a lot of medications and I got to see the problem firsthand where my dad would carry bags full of his pill bottles. And uh, I just thought there there must be a better solution for it. Yeah. And found Abe and Regina. Uh, mm-hmm. And I guess you can, if you want to talk about... like. The genesis of the idea.
2: Um. Well, I had um like uh, a fainting spell, mm-hmm. hand, and I didn't know that I had a AVM, but um, it was somewhere deep inside my brain. Um, and turns out that's what it was. Um, it's like a really rare aneurysm. Oh, um. Yeah yeah so um, it would uh, it was a mission for me to get my own health on track mm-hmm. um, and he, uh, abe um, was um, started the idea and pushed me towards um, like actually starting something like real um, mm-hmm. because he had a grandfather living in mexico so he was just like um trying to stay on track of his yeah. with with um like a different country involved. yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah all of us have had some sort of personal
1: yeah uh, attachment
0: to this problem and you realize that it does affect a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can even think of like my own parents who like they manage their medications quite well, but still it's just like a whole cabinet of just bottles. And I think it just can be overwhelming. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Yeah. Um,
1: awesome. And then, um, So I guess kind of jumping off the genesis of LA grid, what was the, I guess, design process like, um, like from ideas to sketches to, really coming up with those prototypes what was that experience like for both of you or you can kind of bounce off each other
2: um before we even built one thing mm-hmm. uh, we would try to like um survey our like potential customers with uh what they would want to see mm-hmm. in the future product and that saved us a lot of money yes <laughs>
0: Yeah, talking with various stakeholders like pharmacists yeah. and mm-hmm. medical professionals, and just trying to get more insights onto what kind of product this should be. Yeah, and uh, yeah, using that information to identify product requirements and uh, trying to make design trade-offs based on, on that. Um, I will say though that like this time has is really like the best time to build a product. There's yes. so many. There's so many uh, tools available now. Yeah, the average some 3D printing, um, maker spaces, hobby mm-hmm. products, and quick turn circuit board
2: fabrication. Yep. Uh, we built our first product or first prototype mm-hmm. of things that we found in like Hobby Lobby and Radio Shack. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> nothing like fancy, yeah. but yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's all you need now to kind of get to get started, which is really cool. <laughs> Um, why do you think that there is um, or there has been in the past such a stigma with medical devices or um, medical products like this?
2: Now that I've been in like the industry like I don't know why honestly yeah what, what is it for you like
0: uh, I guess it's hard for me to to really speak on behalf of someone with a, a critical medical condition. Yeah.
2: Well, like, but, glasses were a medical necessi- necessity, yeah. but, like, uh, in recent years, they've become, like, a, an accessory. and Yeah, like a fashion fashion. fashion right. is, like, yeah. yeah. Um, which uh, even has to do with, like, the Apple Watch. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, other yeah. Health,
0: health tech wearables. Yeah. Uh, tracking your fitness. And- because they are at, at its core, they are medical devices.
1: Yeah. So it's, I think, like shifting that mindset from like something that, like, you have to do rather than like a, it's more of a choice you're making now, I feel like, of how you, how you take care of yourself and your health. Cause it's like, it's become like accessorized. It's like how you perform it in a way, um, which is really cool. I think it makes, yeah. makes people want to use medical products. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I know for, um, I work with uh, children that are deaf and hard of hearing. So their devices are something that is always really interesting to me because they're, of course, a medical device and something that is necessary um, for them to access sound if they choose to. But at the same time, it does. uh, I started to see, like, it does become an accessory. Like, they add, like, Minnie Mouse on uh, their implants. Or you get to decide, like, your ear mold color. So some of them will do, like, swirls of pink and purple just to kind of show your personality a bit more. Oh, cool. and I think that's, I think it's a, it's where like, I think health and everything is shifting, which I think is really beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll Hopefully it continues that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of the, the bigger tech companies are definitely focusing more on accessibility. Mm-hmm. user experience, and I know Apple, um, a new update recently with their Apple AirPods, they kind of yeah. have the functionality to be kind of like hearing aids. Mm-hmm. And they've got um, some cool stuff on, like the iPhone, doing sound recognition, so you can detect sirens and doorbells and uh, babies crying.
1: Yeah, just like those environmental sounds that you don't always realize you you kind of need to kind of move through the world. They give you give a lot of color to it. I feel like
0: mm-hmm.
1: cool. And then, um, what would you say is your favorite feature on EllieGrid?
2: Ooh. <laughs> would have to be the fun facts because it's <laughs> light into my day. Yes. <laughs> How about you?
0: Um, I guess uh, for me, I, I spent a lot of time like behind the scenes building the product and mm-hmm. you know, the software and the hardware. And so um, I, I really like the smart alarms feature. is this something we added recently.
1: Yeah. I really enjoy that. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah. It's been really nice for me. Cause I, I don't know, just like with my schedule of like when I go to bed and everything, it, it's been a lot nicer because it kind of gives you that range a bit, mm-hmm. but it's still, I don't know, I, I really like it. It's worked for me so far, so.
0: Yeah, we've realized a lot of people have flexible schedules and they don't have an exact time that they have to take it. To yeah. Bed. So instead of kind of nagging them about when to take the medication, yeah, give them a little more flexibility.
1: Yeah. There's like that buffer zone because when they say morning on it, you're like, well, morning can be... For a while, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Depending on who you're asking. <laughs> and then um, what are your future plans for LA Grid? Um, at least right now, anything in the works or um, any ideas for where you'd want to go with it? Thank you. <laughs>
0: um, I guess it's, it's hard to be too specific now. Yeah. But we do want to continue building health accessories that don't feel stigmatizing to their Oh,
1: unit. awesome. So kind of expanding beyond this product mm-hmm. into others? Yeah.
0: yeah I think oh, there's a lot of work
1: cool. out
0: there, and we can work with hospitals and insurance companies and healthcare providers mm-hmm. and, yeah. and kind of study how, or for LA Grid mm-hmm. to help how it can improve medication ad- adherence. Yeah. yeah. I think
1: that's the biggest thing is when I see, like, my weekly adherence, it's interesting to see, like, I thought I was very good about taking medications and vitamins and things and i'm not as, as, good as i thought <laughs> which i think is is kind of a wake up call i think in regards to just managing your own health and like being proactive so that's awesome like it potentially expanding into different accessories and everything <laughs>
0: cool yeah and we're hoping to, to expand more of those reports and those yeah kind of do more analytics on them and make
1: it yeah and maybe be able to i guess communicate because right now it's a caretaker can you can give them access, but I guess you can have like a doctor in the future, uh, be able to manage a patient. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. (laughs) Okay. And then, um, I guess, especially during COVID and everybody kind of being in a lot of ways isolated, um, where they can't see each other face to face or check in with each other. Um, how have you seen the benefits of LA grid, whether that be from other users or personally, um, how do you feel like it's been able to maybe break down that feeling of isolation? Uh,
2: with me personally, um, I have like a um, anti seizure medicine mm-hmm. that I have to take like every day, like twice a day. Yeah, so um, it's been quite helpful for me to get uh, Hugh and Abbe, uh involved in um, me as a a client or um, customer. But me as like a, a co-founder, mm-hmm. that just gives it a little something extra, I
1: guess. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like there's that, there is that like human connection to it. I feel like a yeah. lot more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of customers um, that buy EllieGrid for, for one of their loved ones, like mm-hmm. a, a mother, or an elderly father. Yeah. And, uh, so they'll, they'll set it up for them and we'll set up the caregiver notifications so that they can kind of be um, plugged in remotely and kind of have that peace of
2: mind.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then um, how do you feel, I guess, with COVID as well, like with accessibility and universal design, how do you think that, um, do you think that will improve because of COVID? Because I feel like a lot of people are starting to notice that like we need that accessibility at least. I think it's the question of, like, how do we get there?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I definitely think, at least, uh, I know with COVID, a lot of people are wearing masks now. I know for the deaf and hard of hearing, people kind of rely on lip reading.
1: Yeah.
0: Facial expressions. And there's something that's kind of lost in uh, masks. And it's it's almost another disability on top of that.
2: Yeah. They uh, have see-through masks now I noticed um with my speech therapy like have see-through masks so yeah
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah, because I know I think I think I don't know if Apple was developing it with some people but I read like a news story about that oh I read all the clear masks but yeah I think it's I don't know I think it's hopefully moving forward to like I think universal design for everything Mm -hmm. um but obviously that'll take time (laughs) yeah and energy and a lot of resources and people to buy into it, I guess <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah I think you think yeah the pandemic is kind of paving the way toward more innovation,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: with like contact tracing and a yeah. lot of working together to help um, ensure better health for for all,
1: yeah. yeah and then, um what is one thing you've learned uh from like this journey to creating Ellie grid, whether it be like about yourself or just about the world or.
2: Um, the importance of customer service above all, mm-hmm. <laughs> but my self, I think that I could do a whole lot more than I ever thought I could. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's been a fun journey so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've learned a lot of things, but I think one thing that's an important lesson for me is that, uh, you can't satisfy everyone like mm-hmm. different needs and it's hard to make a universal design that works for everyone. So you, yeah.
1: there
0: are always going to be trade-offs and you'll have to make compromises in certain designs. Some people wanted a smaller pillbox, so it's more portable. Some people wanted the larger pillbox. Actually, a lot of people wanted the larger pillbox. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like just better. dump the whole, like more bottles in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: but you got to think about like cost constraints and yeah feasibility um, so it's been interesting to kind of figure out where to make those trade-offs and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, how to how to make a product that can work for a lot of people and a lot of people do seem to like it it seems like you've enjoyed using <laughs> oh, it.
1: I love it yeah. I really like it it's actually it's, I have it on my desk right now but <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I, yeah, I really love it it's just been it's been really great especially with like my work schedule because I just will travel around in my car a lot. And it's nice because I can, because once you charge it, I can just bring it around with me, mm. um, which is really nice. So I love it. And it stays secure. It doesn't like open in my bag or anything, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Always a plus. And I'm not like rattling around for pill bottles.
0: <laughs> yeah. We didn't spend a lot of time uh, design in the prototyping phase, like kind of adding that spring loaded sliding lid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is- it's strong. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. the yeah.
1: little boy I babysit knocked it over and like it didn't open. So that, like, <laughs> it's always nice when that doesn't happen, and I have to pick up pills off the floor. <laughs> um, pick- and then <laughs> what? It's you're
0: comfortable um, like bringing it around with you in public. Yes, it's something yeah. easy to look at. Of yeah. Increasing.
1: Yeah, I think it's also like I think something about medication, too, is um, it's something that is so necessary for so many people and so helpful. But at the same time, I think there is obviously like a privacy factor. Um, and I think that's something that I also really like about Alligrid because like it doesn't have like I don't know, like labels of pills. So people don't they can't look at it and be like, oh, what are you taking or like start to be nosy in that Like you can choose who you want to tell. Um, yeah. yeah, you don't have to whip out the labeled bottle or anything. Yeah, oh,
0: true. Yeah,
1: it is really nice. <laughs> 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 and I guess my um, my last question actually is like a fun a fun question. So my podcast I call it "Shooting the Shit" because the idea is it's supposed to be like kind of casual bathroom banter conversations um, about things that I'm interested in other people are um, and. Because it's, I guess, bathroom based. Um, what is your favorite bathroom product?
2: Lush bombs. Ooh, and the little glitter uh, things that they oh, have. Yes, oh,
1: I love it. I know what you're talking about. Those are awesome.
0: <laughs> I haven't had the luxury of trying <laughs> <know>. those yet.
1: <laughs> you should try one of them. You'll you'll glow after. It feels very nice. <laughs>
0: Um, for me, my my favorite is uh, Q-tips.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
0: like my yeah, one of my earliest childhood memories is just my mom cleaning my ears after.
1: Yeah. Bath.
0: And it was just so relaxing and therapeutic, and I would like fall asleep almost instantly.
1: Yeah. Uh, really.
0: So yeah, they I always like kind of. I know it's not recommended. Q-tips aren't really uh, recommended. But. They
1: are. They are like recommended, but I feel like even though, like, as somebody who works with. Kids with that a lot of focus on the ears. Sure. People still use them, like we all do. It's just we're a little careful about it. But it does. It has like a very. Um, there's something very calming about it. The sensation, I think.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's something I. It's like part of my. It's like a habit now. I just, yeah. It's in my routine, and yeah. every time I'm trying to take a shower, I just spend some time.
1: You just need it, yeah. <laughs> My sister likes Q-tips, too. We're big fans over here. (laughs) Wow. Um, Those are all the questions I have. Um, If there's anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up, Mm -hmm. you're free to do so. Maybe any advice for people wanting to, I guess, um, go into... This field of, I guess, like innovation and developing for medical stuff. Any any advice?
2: I heard that uh, like recessions were a great time to mm-hmm. invent things. I I don't know where I heard it.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely I think pushes people yeah. like to rethink things. Yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, we we are a small team, but Mm -hmm. um, we did have a lot. We didn't do it alone. We had a lot of there are a lot of mentors and resources out there. Mm -hmm. uh, A lot of invaluable people that we have to thank to help us. So, um, uh, don't always uh, think you have to do everything yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like Indiegogo was a lifesaver. Yeah, and Um, uh, college business plan competitions Mm -hmm. was free money, basically. Wow. Yeah. So college kids.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast um, and talking about Ellie Grid and um, like your journey to there. And now Uh, I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, thanks
0: so much for having us.
1: And thanks so much for buying the product. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I love it. It's seriously, I i talk about it a lot. I'm trying to get my boyfriend to get one. So <laughs> we'll see if he'll get one. And I think his mom would really love it too. So we're gonna test it out with them, see if she's into it.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, Thank we're, we're constantly trying to improve the product. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know you know it's not perfect, um, but we're working on fixing bugs and adding new features and yeah. But I think
1: that's what makes it, makes it human in a lot of ways. (laughs) More relatable. (laughs) Okay. Well, have a wonderful rest of your evening. I will let you go. (laughs) Thank you.
0: That was great talking to you.
1: Yeah. Great talking to you too. Stay safe with all the weather. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.